are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. I hope you are having a fantastic day today. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and as we inch closer to the more than likely return of hockey, I am here with the latest news and everything that you need to know. Be sure to follow and subscribe to Locked on Flames for free right now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you're like me, you know, free is for me, so you should most definitely subscribe right now. But uh, yeah, if you're feeling generous, please head on over to the podcast app and leave us a five-star review or five-star rating and a review. Last episode, we talked about the potential of the season starting in January, and now we are pushing more towards the start, uh, towards the middle of the month on uh, the 13th. And it's very exciting. That's less than a month away. And I think that's a lot sooner than most of us expected. I'm also really interested to see how the divisions work because I'm sure y'all have seen by now that we do have a bit of a reworking extended outside of Canada. Uh, Shorter season really makes it any one season. And I really think that it's going to be similar to the bubble in the sense that it's anyone's season. It's anyone's chance. We're going to have wild cards and underdogs everywhere. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed that the flames are somewhere in there. (laughs) But I know that some teams are going to be without uh, some of their lineup when they return. And some are coming off of nine months rest. And like I said, it's going to be similar to the bubble where we don't know how things are going to go out of the gate. My first thought when I saw shorter season was, oh, Buffalo, they're probably going to be great because, you know, they have (laughs) that hot streak uh, from October to November and then they just kind of fall off. So... I have a feeling that they will be doing something, (laughs) something out of the ordinary uh, for their seasons. Um, My biggest concern as um, somebody consuming hockey who also cares about other people, (laughs) I guess, I don't know, but I think that we need to remember that outbreaks could and probably will happen. It'll be probably similar to the NFL and MLB where, you know, one team has something and then we see kind of like a scheduling change and all this stuff. And I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV or a podcast. So I I can't predict anything. I don't know how things are going to go or anything like that. But I do hope that players and everyone involved takes things seriously. You know, there's a lot more at risk here than uh, on a regular season. This isn't, and I'm not just talking about the Stanley Cup, I'm talking about the fact that, you know, there's long-term health um, risks involved. And, you know, you just kind of hope to see that players 
do take it seriously. And I would like to think that they will. And we will go through the season with minimal cases and no one's health and serious risk. Um, I am interested to see if they will have some sort of team protocol in regards to, you know, going out and um, maybe breaking your team so-called bubble because, you know, is it going to be a thing where you can only go to practice like the certain facilities and home, no dining out, no going to the bars, movies, things like that. Uh, or people just going to have to stay cooped up in their hotel or their condo, wherever they live and just kind of hope for the best. It'll be interesting, but, uh, <laughs> I just, I don't even know, but Coming up next, we are going to break down the four divisions, but first, a word from our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, out there on the market, and comes in 18 amazing flavors that are uh, 100% covered in 100% chocolate, soft, soft and chewy, and easy to eat. And they're great for somebody who is a little bit more health conscious. And, you know, it's a great treat for your sweet tooth. And it's so nice to, you know, just grab one on the go. Because, you know, if you're like me, you are constantly on the go. And you just need that little fuel in your tank. So let's talk about um, the peanut butter bar. This bar has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and five uh, net carbs, and that's pretty great, you know, um, I'm not super into science and math, but um, I know, I do know that those numbers are great, and especially if you are more health conscious. The cookies and cream bar has 17 grams, a whopping 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four net carbs, and while we're talking about flavors, they do have six new ones. The Apple Almond Crisp Carrot Cake, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, uh, Cookies and Cream are just a few. And of course, you can resort back to the 12 originals, such as Coconut Almond Raspberry, German Chocolate, Banana Bread, uh, Toffee Almond, and Peanut Butter Brownie. So if you are so inclined to try some of the best protein bars you will ever have, uh, head on over to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you will get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter. You can find me at Jessica Belmosto. We have four divisions going into the wonderful season, the shortened season. And these are, these were reported by Pierre Lebrun. And uh, this first division is Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Next one is Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and the reigning Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. And the 
uh, West is Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, LA, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. And of course, the all Canadian team <laughs> uh, division. My initial take was obviously for the Bruins because uh, I, I am a Bruins fan for those of you who have not listened before. Or in case you forgot, <laughs> if you are a longtime listener. But I'm a little nervous for that division uh, just because, you know, you have powerhouses like Washington, like I mentioned earlier, Buffalo, the Islanders made the playoffs, and, of course, the two teams from Pennsylvania. Again, not super, super worried about New Jersey. I know that they're kind of in rebuild mode. So it will be interesting, and I'm actually kind of excited to see uh, the Bruins play against Taylor Hall on a frequent, um, you know, fr- on a more frequent basis than they probably typically would. Uh, there is no way Tampa Bay loses more than like 10 games this season. <laughs> they are in a joke of a division with Carolina, Columbus, Detroit. Chicago, the Panthers, Minnesota, and Nashville. I really think their only competition there might be the first two teams, uh, Carolina and Columbus. But, uh, you know, I I do think it'll be kind of a cakewalk for them, kind of like the Steelers this season. But again, what do I know? (laughs) Squishing St. Louis into the West does seem slightly weird to me. But then again, those Vegas and uh, St. Louis matchups will be interesting. I am certainly interesting to interested in seeing. Wow, sorry, excuse me. How uh, you know Petrangelo, <laughs> um, you know, goes up against his former team, and I, I'm also interested to see if they'll do tribute videos because I'm assuming there won't be fans in the stand, or at least. Um, not at first anyways, and I do think that tribute videos are more for the fans and their nostalgic reasons, and um, sure, the players probably think it's nice, but I, I don't think they care at the end of the day because if the team wanted to keep them, they would have found a way to keep them. And my last thoughts on the final division, which is of course our wonderful Canadian division with our Calgary Flames. And we talked about that uh, last week a little bit. And my biggest takeaway is that Calgary is going to do well. I'm not as worried as I would be in their traditional division. I think that Vegas did get considerably better with Petrangelo. And the, uh, the Flames are just not good when they play in Vegas. And that is not going to be an issue this season. And with the addition of players like Jacob Markstrom and my buddy, Joachim Nordstrom, it's fine. It's completely fine. And um, I'm just, again, I'm not worried. I think that everything is going to look good. I think that we're going to have a great season. Matthew Kachuk is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited to see the heartbeat of the team back on the ice and really push for success and do something where he, you know, makes a serious impact. And I do think that 
with Gio's contract coming up at the end of this season, you know, if he does retire, I know that's something we have to think about. Flames fans, don't kill me. Don't shoot me, please. I'm just the messenger here. But I do think that he is next in line to wear the C and that uh, this season will really only solidify that even more, like this performance. And again, I'm looking forward to it. And we will talk more about him and more in depth about the players um, later on (laughs) this week, I'm sure. But my guess is the division is going to go Toronto, Montreal, Calgary for top three teams. (laughs) Ottawa, man, sometimes I really forget they're an organization. And that stinks because uh, Locked On Senators is like the top NHL show on our network. And if you haven't listened to them, definitely go ahead and do that and tell them I sent you. But, you know, Toronto has, you know, kind of repaired their D-line a little bit. Uh, Montreal is just Montreal. And, you know, I think that they have finally found a way that works for them. And Claude Julian is doing a fantastic job. And, Hopefully he has used this time since he left the bubble and has, you know, stayed healthy and got all of that under control because that's very scary. You don't want to see any sort of, you know, heart issues going on there. But my biggest takeaway from from Calgary is that their their biggest enemy is going to be themselves. The blue line lost a major piece this fall with TJ Brody going to Toronto. You know, they (laughs) are potentially losing Noah Hannafin. I know that there have been a lot of trade talks around his name. Um, Travis Hamanick is not re-signing. And that top line, man, like, they have to figure out what is going on and if they can just get it together with consistency and I know that that's more of a playoff issue but I would really love to see some sort of shuffling around figuring out what works and I just (laughs) I don't know I am absolutely perplexed about why things could not get going in the playoffs and of course you can factor in well it was a bubble there was an immediate pause uh they probably didn't expect to be playing in a bubble eventually uh probably waited probably thought they were going to have to wait until next season weren't really on top of their conditioning and things like that but I don't think that Jeff Ward is going to let inconsistency slide I I just I don't um I think, you know, he knows now that he has a job, you know, permanently. He's the head coach, and, you know, last year he was the interim head coach. But I am not so sure he's going to be, like, I don't want to say laid back because he does seem, like, super receptive. He seems like a a player's guy. Like, he's, like, the guys feel comfortable. It's an open-door policy sort of deal with him. But... Again, I know we saw a decline in points last season from the usual suspects, but I I do think we do see a positive trend this year, and I do think that is going to be because of the shortened season, and I don't think we're going to see some sort of 
hundred point season from anyone, but it it could look a little bit better than last year. And coming up next, we are going to crown last week's winners and losers of the week because your girl did not upload on Friday as she was called into work. But don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at LO Flames underscore pod. Last week, uh, we did not have an episode on Friday, which is my bad once again, (laughs) but I do want to stick with the theme of winners and losers of the week because I think it's important we acknowledge some, you know, positivity in the sports world, and that would be the NBA. The NBA allotted each team 30 million additional dollars to assist in any financial struggles. I think that that goes to show you just how profitable the NBA is and that it is uh, a business, but a well-run business, and it is lucrative. (laughs) And the NHL should take some what do you call it? Uh, Some notes. Sorry, couldn't think of the word there. And the NHL just desperately needs to learn to market better so so they can provide for their teams a little bit. I'm not saying they need to come up and, you know, be a hundred billion, quadrillion dollar organization, but I do think it would be fantastic if they took some uh, marketing advice. (laughs) And the losers of the week. This kills me, man. But uh, some NHL reporting, there was, I I don't want to name any names. And at this point, I couldn't even tell you their names. But it was reported that the NHL had bought COVID vaccines and, you know, they were jumping the line and all this stuff and people were up in arms about it. And I just... (laughs) And then it came out like a half an hour later that um, they they didn't report the full thing. And um, <laughs> no, they, they didn't buy any vaccines at that point. They were just potentially going to be buying vaccines. And I want to end this episode with, with a wonderful shout out to Lydia, who uh, was accepted to Boston University this week and i she's going to be uh, graduating class of 2025 which doesn't sound like a real year um when she said that i was like oh that's 11 years after i graduated call uh, high school that's really disgusting but i'm very proud of you and lydia i am so grateful to know you and i'm so happy that you reached out to me gosh what was that like two years ago now when you wanted to write for pucker up sports and i'm so proud of you and happy to know you and my little zygote is grown up and coming up this week i have some interviews planned or just really some you know co-hosts it's not really any sort of interview but um make sure you follow subscribe and turn on notifications if you can do that for podcasts on any apps and make sure you're following me on Twitter and interacting. So, you know, keeping me in the loop with what you want to hear, you can find me at Jessica Belmosto and be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now. And you're going to want to head on over 
uh, to Locked On NHL for our fantastic national show. You know the drill. Head on over, listen, subscribe. Every Monday they put out a new show, and it is fantastic. And I will see you all later in the week. Bye-bye.